This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillahi amma ba'du. Ashadu an la ilaha illallah wa ahtu la sharika lahu. Wa ashadu anna muhammadin abduhu wa rasuluhu. Last week we talked about the danger and the evil of the khawarij. And a lot could be said about the khawarij. And I would advise you to go back and to study and get some fiqh and fahm. Understanding about the khawarij and some historical uh, things that have happened a long time ago. And also during our contemporary time as it relates to their evil. The Prophet wasallam brought the Quran that tells us, Allah will not forgive that you make shirk with him. But he will forgive anything and everything other than that. He mentioned in the Quran, قُلْ يَا إِبَادِ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الظُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا Oh my servants who have gone overboard and you made a lot of sins, major sins, minor sins, combination of them both, don't despair from the rahmah of Allah. Allah forgives all sins. The only sin that Allah won't forgive an individual committing is shirkun billahi. Whereas the khawarij, as we mentioned last week, they make takfir of people. And Imam al-Humaydi went on and he completed in his book. He said about this issue with the khawarij. However, regarding three of them, then do not debate the one who leaves them, the one who did not testify the shahada, he didn't pray, and he didn't make the salat. Al-Imam Al-Humaydi Rahmatullahi Ta'ala He went on to mention That we make takfir of people When it comes to the one who abandons One of the five pillars of Al-Islam And he brought as a delil The hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar That's been collected by Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim And may Allah be pleased with Abdullah ibn Umar And his father and the rest of the companions He said Buni al-Islamu ala khams the religion of Islam was built upon five things. Ash-shahadatain. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. Ash-shahada an la ilaha illallah. Wa anna muhammadun rasulullah. Wa iqamu salat wa ita'a zakat. Wa sawm ramadan wa hijjul bayt. Al-Islam has been built upon these five pillars. The shahadatain, the salat, paying the zakat, fasting in the month of Ramadan, and making hajj to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in one hadith for the one who has the ability to do so. Al-Imam Al-Humaydi went on to say, however, regarding three of these five arkan, then we do not debate the one who leaves them, the one who did not testify to the shahadatain, the one who didn't pray, and the one who didn't fast. So the Imam Al-Humaydi was of the opinion that if a person abandoned the shahadatain, he's a non-Muslim. Or the person who abandoned the salat, he's a non-Muslim. Or the person who abandoned the fasting, he's a non-Muslim. As for the salat and the fasting, he abandoned something that should have been done in a particular time. So if he tries to make it up, he can't make it up because it's supposed to be done at a specific time as Allah mentioned in the Quran. The prayer has been made obligatory upon the Muslims at specific times. And the month of Ramadan and the fast of Ramadan 
It is the fast that we do in Al-Islam after Sha'ban and before Shawwal. You can't move it around like that intentionally. So that's important to know that Al-Imam Al-Humaydi was of the opinion that those first three arkan, the Shahadatain, if you leave that, you're not Muslim. The Salat, if you leave that, you're not Muslim. And also the Psalm, he said, you are a non-Muslim. He went on to mention that, however, nothing from these three, three, nothing from these three is to be delayed from being done in his designated time, nor does it suffice for the one who has made them up after the designated time due to his negligence. So the scholars of Islam, as it relates to the Salat, and this is the strongest position, and it's the position of Imam al-Humaydi. If a person intentionally does not pray a prayer, he can't make qadha. He can't make qadha to make it up. If he missed it on accident, by accident, he forgot about it, he went to sleep, he didn't mean it, then that happened with the Prophet wasallam. Prophet Muhammad missed Salatul Fajr, and the sun came up. After the sun came up, he told his companions, let's go over here, they made wudu, they prayed two rakats of the sunnah fajr, and then they prayed fajr in jama'ah, which goes to show all of that's from the sunnah. Also, when he was fighting in the battle of Al-Ahzab, when all of the Arabs came together in order to extinguish the light of Al-Islam, there were so many people that Salat al-Asr came. Prophet Muhammad allowed Asr to come and go out, and they never prayed. And then he made a dua against them. May Allah fill their, their graves up with fire because they cause us to miss the middle prayer, Salatul Wusta. Because of that hadith, the strongest opinion for the middle prayer, the middle prayer is Salatul Asr. But there's ikhtilaf between the scholars. Now is not time to talk about that. So Al-Imam Al-Humaydi, Rahmatullahi Ta'ala Alayhi, he was of the opinion that if you don't make the prayer and you miss it intentionally, then you can't make it up. And he was of the opinion that the one who abandons the prayer is a kafir. He's a non-Muslim. Al-Humaydi had that position, Rahmatullahi Ta'ala Alayhi. And that position is in, is in tune with what the Tabi'i said. His name was Ibn Abi Mulaika. That's what they call him, Ibn Abi Mulaika. He said, "Ma kana ashabu Nabiyyi sallallahu alaihi wasallam yarawna shay'in min al-a'mal turkuhu kufr ghayru salat The companions didn't consider the abandonment of any action as being disbelief other than the prayer. So if an individual was seen by the companions not fasting, the companions said, "Maybe perchance he's traveling, he's sick." If they saw a person not wearing hijab, they said, maybe she's a slave, an Emma, a new Muslim. She's from the desert. She doesn't know. If the companions saw that a man didn't go to jihad and they returned from Medina, from the jihad to Medina, and they saw this man, he didn't go. The companions didn't say he was a non-Muslim. They said, maybe his mother needed, mother needed him. His father needed him. He didn't have an animal. But if they saw an individual and they knew this person didn't pray, the companion said, this is kufr. Now the question is, how many people we know who don't pray? How many people we know who don't pray? I would even venture to say the vast majority of people who we know from our immediate family and external family, they don't pray. Are we going to put all of those Muslims outside of this religion? And Imam al-Humaydi was on that opinion. And Imam Ahmed, that was one of the opinions that he had. 
But the strongest opinion is that they're not Muslims, although it is a major sin. We want to go on, inshallah, so that we can finish all of this. And Imam al-Humaydi, he went on to mention rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhi. However, regarding the zakat, whenever the individual pays the zakat, then it has sufficed him. It is enough. And he is considered as incurring sin whilst refraining from paying it. So if he was supposed to give zakat last year, and he hasn't given the zakat for the last, for the last three or four, five years. And Imam al-Humaydi said, he is not a disbeliever, but he is sinning. He is sinning. And that's because he's hurting himself and also he's hurting the masakin and the fuqara from the Muslims by holding back this money. He went on to say that this is something that is not permissible. He said as the hajj, as it relates to the hajj, the same thing. However, as for hajj, the one who hajj has become obligatory upon him and he has the means to perform the hajj, then it is compulsory on him to perform it. However, it is not obligatory upon him in the current year that he may have the money and the ability to do so until he absolutely must perform it. Whenever he performs it, then he has performed it within his stipulated time and is not considered to be a sinner due to his delaying it. Providing he, provided he performs it, unlike the one who is considered a sinner for delaying the zakat. Because zakat is the right of the poor Muslims of which he has kept that money from them. So very quickly and very simply, and Imam al-Humaydi in this book, he mentions this issue after talking about the khawarij, he's talking about a takfir. And it's not okay for someone to misunderstand and to think this is a case where the scholar is talking about fiqh issues in a book of Aqidah, because that does happen. Al-Imam uh, Abu Ja'far al-Tahawi in his book, Aqidah al-Tahawiyah, he mentioned in there that the people of the Sunnah, from the Asul of the Sunnah, in the Aqidah of Al-Wasatiyah, is that we believe in Al-Mesh, wiping over the hoofs, whether you are traveling or whether you are resident. That's a fiqh issue. But he mentioned that in the book of Aqidah. Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, rahmatullahi alayhi, mentioned as well, Al-Amr Ma'ruf, Al-Nayan Munkar, is from the uh, Aqidah of the Muslim. He also mentioned muta'a marriage, the temporary marriage that people do. It used to be permissible in Al-Islam, as well as al-niyaha, al-niyaha al mayt If someone were to die, to scream and to wail, over the deceased. Rasulullah said, that's from the affairs of al-Jahiliyyah. So what happened was, some of the scholars in the past, they will mention issues like this that are fiqh issues. They are jurisprudence issues, connected to jurisprudence, and they will put them in the books of Aqidah. Why? Because one reason, people of innovation were doing those things, like the Rawafidah, the Shiite. They are the ones who believe in muta marriage. They are the ones who take it as a religion to practice muta'a marriage. Also, the rawafid in their religion is if someone dies, especially from their leaders, their imams, Ayatollah Khomeini, these people like this, they say when that person dies, they wail and they lament like what they do over Hussein on the 10th of Muharram, on the day of Ashura. 
They're wailing, niyaha. And because they're doing that, the scholars would bring those fiqh issues and put them in their books of Aqid al-Imam, Sufyan al-Thawri. When he talked about the Aqid of Ahl sunnah he also mentioned some issues. Now is not the time. I just want you to know that this is not a case where al-Imam al-Humidi is talking about fiqh issues. He's going, continuing from last week's talk about a takfir. That the khawarij make takfir of the Muslims for falling into the major sins. And he said, no, we don't do that. But what we do is we make takfir not because of the sins, the major sins, unless a person makes istihlal and he says halal. He said, but we make takfir of people when they abandon one of the three things that were mentioned in the hadith of Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu, the arkan of al-Islam. So al-Imam al-Humaydi's position and his opinion was, you leave off the shahadatain, you're kafir. You leave off the salat, you're kafir. You leave off fasting, you're kafir. And he said, we don't debate people in this. So he was staunch on this position. But in reality, Ikhwani, it is an issue of ikhtilaf. And that's why we say, Rahimullah al-Imam al-Humaydi. He was strong on what he was saying, but we have to be careful. Al-Imam al-Barbahari was one of the great scholars of al-Islam and his book, Shah sunnah is similar to this book, although it's awsah, and it's an important book. But Imam al-Barbihari used to say things like, everything that I have written in this book is from the Quran, and from the Hadith, and from the companions, and the tabi'een. So don't be afraid to show it to everybody, anyone. And everything he said in the book is not from Allah, it's not from the Messenger. In the book there are mistakes, in the book there are weak Hadith. And as it relates to Al-Imam Al-Humaydi, we're just saying we have to take it easy. If we see a, sco a scholar took a position that was strong, we take it easy, depending upon the issue. So in reality, Ikhwani, what Al-Imam Al-Humaydi said was true in that anyone who abandons the shahadatain, there is ittifaq, there is ijma'ah. Consensus of all of the scholars, all of the madhahib. If a person abandons the shahadatain, la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, he becomes a non-Muslim. But for the rest of the arkan, there's ikhtilaf. The jamhur, the majority of the ulama, are the opinion. If you abandon the prayer, believing that it's wajib, you're not a kafir. Although it's a major sin. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ala alayhi wa sallam has told us a number of ahadith that clearly indicate that the time is going to come when the Muslims are only going to say la ilaha illallah. There will be no salat, there will be no zakat, there will be no hajj, there will be none of that. And all they will be saying is la ilaha illallah. And they are still Muslims. And one time Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman told this hadith, a similar hadith to one of his students, Sula rahmatullah alayhi. And the tabi was shocked to hear that there will come a time when people won't be praying, where people won't be giving zakat, where people will intentionally won't be making hajj because they don't know the religion. The religion will be that weak during that time. The man said, and they're not making salat? Yeah, 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 Hudayfa, they won't be doing it. He said, yes, and they'll be doing this and they'll still go to Jannah. He said it three times. 
They won't be saying, oh, they say it's la ilaha illallah, and they won't make salam. He said, yes, they'll say la ilaha And then he couldn't believe it. And then Hudayfa said, they're going to go to Jannah in spite of what you have a problem with understanding. Because that's what the Prophet sallallahu mentioned. So right now, ikhwani, the time for the salat has, I won't say interrupted us, because it is what we have to do. So we're going to cut this off right now because the adhan for Salat al-Maghrib has gone off and we have to get out of here. May Allah accept it from you and may Allah accept it from us and may he establish our feet firmly upon the kitab and the sunnah in accordance with the understanding of the salaf of this ummah. Take it easy, Shabab. Take it easy, Ummah al-Islam. Learn the religion and relax and get behind the ulama of al-Islam past and present, keeping in mind that there is no human being who is ma'asoom except Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. He's the one who we obey and we listen and we follow unconditionally. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashadu wa la ilaha illa ant astaghfiruka wa tubu ilayk. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.